0: You are listening to You've Got 5 Options show, where
1: every week Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners and one cat to make a show
0: especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello everyone, this is Marta And this is Anna And this is You've Got 5 Options show
1: And welcome everyone to the season premiere We are
0: officially starting season 5 of You've Got 5 Options I was really sure you were going to say to season finale
1: <laughs> yeah, I I almost said that, but then I realized uh, not there yet, Anna. You are not there yet, so it's a season premiere, guys and. Uh If you are our regular listener to which we encourage you to become, uh, then you might have heard a very weird uh, latest episode recorded from my bedroom where we were explaining you guys our journey with You've Got Five Options and that we actually even considered maybe quitting or maybe not. Uh, And there were a lot of uh, weird shenanigans. Uh, So if you are interested, come back to the previous episode, uh, episode 145 that has only 20 minutes. That's not a mistake. That's that's how long it was. And you will know a little bit more about the background. But now we are at the premiere. So it means we decided to continue. Not only we decided to continue, we decided to change quite a lot of things. Yeah.
0: Marta, you look like you don't know what I'm talking uh, (laughs) about. And I'm like, no, I just was considering to adding some, you know, like things like, yes, Anna has decided to fire me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you just added that, you
1: know, that, (laughs) right. No, I'm not firing anyone because I don't have that power. You, Marta, could fire me as well. Fire up. Fire up or fire me up, which you do sometimes. So, guys, what will change in this? What What can you expect in this season? What will change? First of all, I think we were thinking. I think we were thinking. I know my English is devastating. Uh, we made. Uh, we, we We've done some thinking. Where basically <laughs> we were thinking, and we have uh, decided that this season we want to engage our listeners as much as we can, because uh, previous episodes, previous seasons, sometimes they were more based in our own talking. Now we actually want you to talk and participate in the episodes as much as as it's possible. So feel free to do that and I will tell you how you can do it. First of all, we have posted on a Facebook group Musicians in orhus that we are looking for musicians who would like their songs to be played on the radio. And so far we got quite a lot of amazing songs and today we will play one of the artists that have um, uh, wrote to to us. I will explain you that later. And uh, that's number one. Number two, we are coming back to challenges, solving challenges. Right, Marta? Yes. And we do have some challenges when solving challenges. We have also challenges when solving challenges. For all of you who don't know, You've Got Five Options started as a podcast recorded in a bedroom where we were collecting challenges and problems of anonymous people mm-hmm. and solving them in a form of podcast with five different solution to choose from. I know how it sounds, but we do not thrive on people misery. We just wanted to help. So this season, we would like you to send us your challenges, because we love to help you. And we already got three challenges. Um, I think since we published that, come on, guys, send us some. So we would like to we would like to, yeah, help you. Right, Marta, we want to help.
0: Yes, and uh, those of you who are actually our listeners, you might be thinking, hey, but you've been solving challenges all last season as well. You have a section that is called Challenge of the Week. And yes, that's true. And now we would also like to uh, deep dive into those challenges so that it's more than just 10 minutes Mm. or 15 minutes, but we want to have full episodes dedicated to just solving the challenges.
1: Yes, that is correct. And the third thing is that we would like you guys to help us with co-creation of a content for this show. That's why on our website you can find a poll. Poll, yes, not a pool. You can also find Paul McCartney in a pool because uh, that is attached as well. So there is a pool, Paul and Paul McCartney. And we have a a short survey. It's a multiple choice thingy. You just click things that interest you and submit. And we get it on our end. And there are a couple of topics that we selected because uh, those are, for instance, our most listened episodes ever. So we assume that this is what people truly enjoyed. So if you want to have Uh, uh, some sort of an impact on what we talk about here in this radio, please go on the fiveoptions.com and fill in the survey. You really just have to make click, click, click. I think that was a fantastic
0: sound effect. Yes, fantastic sound effect. And in case you don't want to just do click, 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 but you also want to do like click, 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 click. you can... (laughs) 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 <laughs> you, you, can add, <laughs> you can add your own topic if it was yes. not on the list.
1: Yes, exactly. So this is how we want to uh, involve you guys. We want to hear your voices, singing voices, problematic voices, voices talking about problems and your opinions. So this uh, show is uh, for you. And it's a local show with a global reach because, ironically, our biggest audience is in United States of America for some mysterious reason. And Marta, no, uh, your husband's family cannot account for all the listens we get there. I think they are a big percentage, but uh, it's too many listens from United States to, to say that it's Juan's family. Well, the family is big. It's big. It it is is big. big, But yeah, so a local show with global impact. The other thing that we are planning to do, guys, is to redesign our website. We will have actually a photographer coming. This uh, she's already here. Uh, who will take new photos of us that will show you exactly how we look like again and will show a little bit of our studio and I'm planning to redesign our website a little bit so it's uh, user-friendly and you can find all the things straight away when you enter so please visit our website the
0: somewhere in the beginning of February and you will see new stuff. Yes. When you were saying that we are redesigning the website, I was thinking, yeah, I do have a really big contribution to Yes, you say yes or no, Marta. <laughs> that's I a big contribution. I say yes <laughs> most of the time. Well, I, I will participate in the photo shoot. So yes. if that's a part of redesigning website, then yes,
1: <laughs> Yeah, then I'm a big part of it too. You are a decision maker and that's very important. Uh, coming back to new uh, redesigning and rebranding, we will also have a new intro. It's actually same intro, but with a new musical arrangement that will be provided by Dave from Supermoon Music Studio, aka the father of my child. And he is now uh, preparing an awesome cool remix Uh, of our with a lot of uh, cool instruments and effects so you will be able to hear that too and the last but not least uh, we are not continuing only with the you've got five options show as it is so you are used to hearing listening to artists, challenge wisdom bullshit and from the left field our five segments we will keep those episodes because they are groovy Uh, But we will also have, as Marta mentioned, episode dedicated only to challenges from our audience. We will also have episodes that will be called The Remake because now everything has to be remade again. Uh, And those will be the episode when we will take old topics from the most listened uh, episodes and we will actually uh, remake them and see if something has changed. And we also are planning to do two and a half option.
0: Yes, we are planning. And now those of you who are very smart and very good in mathematics <laughs> oh, can that's try to figure out what does it mean that there will be two and a half options? That means no less, no more, but only 50% of us will be running <laughs> the show and yeah. 50% of five is... Two and a half. Exactly. And that is because sometimes guy li- guys life
1: happens. So I am not here because of some reasons. Usually it's Dave playing a concert somewhere. Or Marta is uh, not here because she's going to a spiritual retreat or any other type of retreat with Joe Dispensa or something. So then instead of skipping an episode or trying to break our necks to figure out how to record it together, we decided to actually give ourselves this this freedom to sometimes do the episode on the topic that we truly like, all
0: by ourselves, like Celine Dion. Yes, that will be two, ha- two and a half options with Anna, or two and a half options with Marta.
1: Yes. So basically, guys, five different segments in five different ser- you know what just subscribe to our podcast or tune in every Friday at 2 o'clock to see what we came up with and definitely visit our website and I think you will not be disappointed and if you will be disappointed write back to us and we will buy you a beer
0: yes that's true that's yeah. a good offer yeah. unless a million people uh, writes to us then we will have a problem so for the first 100 yes of disappointed people who visited our website, there is a free beer. Uh, I will
1: not disclose the brand, but you can expect cheap option. And now we will jump very untraditionally to challenge of the week. A very
0: challenging challenge. Of the week.
1: So today we are solving a challenge, but it is the, the, the quick, quick and dirty uh, solution uh, to a very, very serious challenge. And the reason why we do it quickly is because we actually managed to get an expert on the topic to record her advice for our listener. That's number one. Number two, the challenge is concerning job and job hunting and getting hired. And uh, we just got a message today from the person that sent us the challenge that he actually got a job. Uh, So congratulations, Brandon. We are very happy for you, but we decided to uh, still uh, discuss your challenge briefly and also play a recording with the solution from our uh, expert Greta, because maybe other people can use your uh, situation as an inspiration and the solution to your challenge as an inspiration while trying to find a job. So Marta, you can actually... Take the wheel, just like Jesus in Carrie Underworld song.
0: Yes, I will. And it is a big challenge for internationals anywhere in the world to get a job. So that's why we really, really want to do it, even though we are so happy for you that you have already got a job you wanted to get. So mm-hmm. the challenge goes finding a decent job here in Denmark with my background, PhD in astrophysics. From a world top 20 university and 15 years of experience as a researcher. Currently work an entry level programmer, barely able to pay my bills. I interview very well. I'm extrovert who has worked as a bartender and I speak fluent Danish. Is that Dave? No. Because he was a bartender and he's very extrovert. But I he doesn't am pretty speak, sure uh, he, he doesn't have a PhD in astrophysics yet. And he doesn't speak fluent Danish yet, right? No. Okay, so that was, uh, uh, I'm not a very good detective. Okay, uh, I've applied for over 100 jobs and mm-hmm. have had maybe 15 interviews and experienced very mediocre former students of mine. I worked at Aarhus University for four years, without experience getting chosen for jobs over me. The only two jobs I've gotten were not posted. I knew someone who knew someone.
1: Yeah, so basically we got this text. And of course, you know, uh, we could try to solve it because we have some experience or we could try to ask an expert an expert is also something that we will introduce this season we will have local experts on the topics helping us with solving your challenges and we asked grete who grete eluri who is a job consultant and a danish job market expert to record her uh, answer to you brandon so here it goes
2: hello So my take on this question is, um, there's many things in it, Um, many, many factors, I would say. I think, in general speaking, no matter what education you have, um, the, the challenge for the people often is that they can't transfer over their skills, so the employer doesn't understand what can they actually do. So also this person with a PhD in astrophysics, it's great. Um, but if, if the person applies to company and the employer can't read what can they do or how can they solve their problems, then, you know, it doesn't really matter uh, what degree you have. Um, then another thing, the person says they speak fluent Danish, um I was just wondering, what about the writing part? Maybe it's also needed in their job. I don't know, depending on what they're looking for. Um, another thing is, um, how to say, um, the whole uh, being extrovert and good at interviews. It's There's nothing wrong with being an extrovert, but as... I've experienced a lot and and spoke to many recruiters as well. There are so many factors and also small things that go into interviewing. So even the person, you know, being an introvert and everything went well, you never know um, what, how to say, what ticked them off or what was a turnoff for the employer maybe during the interview um, session. Um, It might be actually that your personality don't fit with the rest of the team. Um, Unless you've asked that or they've told you that, you know, directly, you you don't know. So I always recommend people to ask for concrete and precise feedback after you've been to a face-to-face interview to know what can you do better next time. Um, And again, the, the whole, I would just say... The thing with education and having experience, the Danish employer employers want to see what can you bring to the table. It has to be very clear. Um, yes, a lot of the jobs are uh, taken or gotten <laughs> through network. They say between fifty to seventy percent, depending on the industry. So you have to know people, and people have to know you. Um, so I would say, you know, be clear on what you can do um, and again if the person applied for well over 100 jobs, I don't know what is the time period here, um, but still got to 15 interviews, that's, that's very good. But 100 jobs to me also signals that maybe the person doesn't know what they want or they, they weren't specific enough. Um, and then it's easier to get not chosen even for an interview. Because it signals that um, if, you com- if you're applying for completely different jobs, also when an employer reads your CV, it might signal that, that you don't know what you want. Also, if they're looking at your education and if they can't make the, the correlations or the, find the similarities, then you might be out. So just be very clear on what you can do. Uh, both have your hard skills covered, but also soft skills. That
1: would be uh, yeah my best advice. Thanks. Bye. So as uh, so as Brandon actually found a job, I wonder how useful he find this advice. That's number one, because in a summary, I believe Greta said you have to be specific in your CV and it has to be crafted for the position. You should build your network because fifty to seventy percent of jobs are gotten through network in Denmark. Another thing is you may not fit for some reasons that are not obvious for you to the company. So always ask for a feedback from an interviewer. And she also mentioned that you should show through your CV or cover letter or conversation, what can you actually do in that company? How can you contribute beyond things like Education that is stated in your CV. So those are very, very good advices, advice, advice, because pieces, of advice. pieces of advice. And uh, Brandon, we are looking forward to hear from you if any of these uh, things that you just heard you actually applied. Beforehand, because maybe telepathically we send you a guidance before we actually started to talk about this on air. And what do you think about that? So, yeah, I think that's pretty much all. And we will skip to Artist of the Week.
3: Superman Music brings to you
2: Artist of the Week.
1: So guys, I have mentioned already that uh, I have posted uh, something on Musicians in Aarhus where we asked musicians to send us uh, the songs that they are recording because we would love to feature more local m- more local singers, uh, bands and songwriters here on the radio. And within the first day we got I think 12 songs and the songs are uh, sent first to Dave that is evaluating the quality, mainly the radio quality, because it has to be a clip of a high quality to play on the radio and he's making all the arrangements. So he's our gatekeeper and the very first person who sent us the song was Joachim Luke and I will just read a tiny bit about Joachim and then I will actually call him. And ask him, some questions and I hope Marta will help me and if not she will support me mentally so Joakim is wild but also fragile 40 year old with lots of musical experience. He sees himself as a performer, frontman and singer and has more than 300 live gigs behind him with all the insight and experience it provides. He sings but also plays the guitar and writes his own songs. The influences are bands like Counting Crows, Matchbox 20, R.E.M. and Kashmir, all of whom to some extent are present in Joachim's songwriting. In November 2019, so very recently, Joachim has released the first single Born Naked from his upcoming debut album. We'll hear that song later. But now, guys. I will check how our equipment works and I will actually call Joachim so he can tell us a little bit about himself. What do you think? Is it a good idea? No. Yes, we are calling (laughs) him. (laughs) Just joking. Yes, we are calling him. Yeah, Joachim? Yes, hello Joachim. This is Anna from You've Got 5 Options.
3: Hi, Anna.
1: Hi, it's great to have you here and thank you very much for your song. I don't know if you. you... Oh, come on, it's a great song. And I don't know if you know, but you were the very first person that actually uh, reached Dave with the song. So congratulations. Yeah,
3: actually, I, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I saw I saw the, the post uh, as soon as you made it and, and I just decided to write. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay, but that was a very good call, and that was a very fast decision, and it was so fast that you actually are our very first artist that we are featuring this season, because today we have a season premiere, so congratulations yeah. on that, and I Thank would you. like i would like to ask you three short questions, because we don't yeah. have much time, because we also want to play the song that we are talking about. So, I got your press release, and it's a very interesting, I have to say, and I, I have to say very honest and authentic. And there was a sentence that the upcoming album itself should be seen as a status update of your own life and songwriting and what your world looks like looked like actually in 2019. So please tell me how your world looked like in 2019.
3: Okay, so 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 first of all, the status update thing was kind of like me saying I have this album and it contains 11 songs and some of them are new. Some of them are uh, 15, 20 years old. Really? So, yeah. So, okay. cause I, I've been writing songs since I was like 15. So, okay. so, so this was, this was kind of me saying, this is how far I've come. This is me now. Because This is my solo debut. So,
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so what status update are you hoping for for 2020?
3: Oh, I'm I'm hoping when I get to November again that that I can uh, say that I've uh, played uh, a lot of concerts and I've released my album and hopefully it's gotten uh, great reviews and <laughs> uh, and 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 great responses from uh, people listening to it. So, yeah.
1: Well, definitely, we, we, we wish you that. But currently, you are actually on a tour, right? Yeah, yeah. And the tour is called, and I I, I will try with my very poor Danish, Stue Koncerten. So it's like living room concerts.
3: Yeah. Is yeah. that a
1: good translation? And yeah, you have yeah, 15 concerts, and you play intimate solo concerts in people's living room yeah okay, I have never heard about something like this. Sounds okay. pretty scary. Please tell me uh, how did you came up with this idea and what it is all about?
3: Okay so so I've been watching other artists as you do uh, when you're uh, to decide how to do your own thing. yeah and I' I've, I've seen more and more artists do this uh, come into people's home and play intimate shows for. Them. And I just decided to, uh, yeah, to uh, let people book me for their living room, and and it is it is scary. It is um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because it is so intimate. Uh, I remember the first uh, concert I did was uh, January first, and I came to some, uh, yeah, some 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 people I never met. They. Uh, went into the living room, I had all my guitar bags and all my gear with me, and I didn't want to talk too much with them. I just wanted to play music, Mm you know? Uh, So I just uh, kept my head down, there was like 25 people in the living room, I just kept my head down, set up my gear, and just played. And uh, yeah, it was scary because they they were all looking at me like, "What is he doing with all that gear?" And I hope he's not gonna mess up our living room. <laughs> and that that's what you think, right? So 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 yeah, it's scary and it's it's very um, it's very intimate and and, yeah. and there's no way I can I don't know bullshit my way out of it. They they see me. Yeah. all the way through, right? I, I so have
1: to say that the idea is uh, very unique in my opinion because I have never experienced uh, anything like this and I think it is quite scary because you are you also don't know who those people are, Joachim. So let's just, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. there there might be some <laughs> weird
0: people
2: there. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. uh, but
1: but uh, so far uh, you have played a couple of concerts and you are touring until March, the end of March yeah. and I yeah. believe people can Still, book you, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, they can. They can.
1: Okay, so we will uh, include in the show notes of this episode uh, all the contact info and we will also put it on our website so people who are listening to this interview can take a look. And yeah. uh, and actually can uh, can book you. Uh, unfortunately, we are running out of time. I had one more question, okay. but we will have to jump to the song. But Joachim, uh, congratulations with your uh, you. with your single and with your tour. Sounds great, and I know that we can also support you with your album release uh, yeah. because you are uh, funding now uh, money for for releasing your album in a physical form, uh, both the yeah. vinyl and CD so uh, we will definitely make sure that all this information is on our website and uh, now we will actually play Born Naked on the radio so are you ready
3: I'm ready thank you
1: thank you very much and enjoy your own song bye bye
3: bye Like
1: So that was Joachim Lucke with Born Naked. If you like the song, then you definitely need to search for it either on YouTube or on the SoundCloud, or just type in at Facebook uh, Joachim Lucke and you will find him. We will also include all the information about Joachim and his single and upcoming album and his tour in a living room, which is, guys, so ballsy. And, and really so brave and awesome that wow uh, we will include all of that on our webpage the and uh, yeah I think it's time to jump to the wisdom of the week
0: a super wise wisdom of the week
1: So guys, I don't know how far your memory reaches into the depths of your life, but one year ago, I promised you, and by you, I mean listeners, but mostly Marta and you, Dennis, that we will come back to the predictions made by different people and psychics and time travelers that we included in our episode 103. And we will see if they came true. Do you remember anything about that?
0: Well, I remember that they were quite, uh, quite groovy. Yeah, yeah. Groovy was actually one of the words of that episode. So guys, I have prepared
1: three clips from that show, one of the clip we will play in this segment wisdom of the week, because I believe this information contains a certain wisdom. And we also need to pay attention to what is happening in this world. But before I will say anything else, I think we will make that throwback, Dennis. So please play it. In 1947, members of bulletins of atomic scientists, I don't know what it is, but it sounds groovy, have figured out that they would make a clock that would show how many minutes to midnight, and by minutes, I mean how close to the doomsday we are. So basically, clock operates on a principle of 60 minutes. So if, for instance, it's quarter two, it's not so bad. But if it's like two minutes to midnight, it means it's very, very close to the doomsday. So the first prediction I would like to share with you is the prediction of those atomic scientists, and those are scientists from... Uh, all over the world, including Nobel Prize um, winners. I don't know, do you call them winners? Do they win or do they? Yes. And I wanted to tell you where the doomsday clock is for 2019. And it is frozen to two minutes to midnight, which is not cool, guys, because there were only three times since the clock exists when it was Three, or min, uh, three minutes or under, and that was when we had the Soviets' first nuclear test, and uh, then U.S. test of hydrogen bomb, and when there was the lowest point in U.S.-Soviet relations, so the peak of the Cold War in '84, And yeah, mm, we were very low in 1991. That was 17 minutes till doomsday. And uh, last year we jumped into two minutes and this year we are staying at two minutes. So basically it's uh, quite bad news and it comes from the scientific, um, yeah, let's say side of the things. So it's not a psychic prediction. How do you feel about that, guys? Groovy. The good news is we are not one minute to doomsday. We didn't move since last year, but we work to decrease it because the clock, it's not like it always go forwards. It can go down as well. So uh, let's try to make 2020 less minutes to midnight. At least 20. <laughs> that That—that yes, never. Yes, please. Yeah, But yes, please. Yes. Marta, what, what is your prediction for next year? When do
0: you think the doomsday uh, minutes will look like? I think um, I have hope Mm -hmm. and that's apparently what uh, we are good at. And that's what makes us human, that uh, the clock will start declining, that I think. Unfortunately, we humans tend to uh, get stupid every now and again. But when uh, maybe some scary things start coming, maybe we can reach for the wisdom and um, start, you know, Seeing what's happening and actually start taking actions towards the better. And Marta, why are you laughing? <laughs> why did you put that weird answer? <laughs>
1: that because i wanted to include you you don't know that this is 2019 a year of inclusion and diversity <laughs> actually it's 2020 and it's still the same rules apply uh, because i wanted to get your prediction and your prediction was that you don't know uh, so i can but you were both hopeful guys that it will decrease that it will be that less that minutes was to the p- <laughs>
0: most crappy prediction ever <laughs> you cannot even tell what it said <laughs> Yeah, well, basically,
1: we were all <laughs> hopeful that the humanity will get the wisdom. And someone said groovy twice. <laughs> so, but guys, I have I have the results. And Marta, you cannot answer this because I see that you sneaked peeked. So
0: you don't count. Here. <laughs> no, you are not at least now I can give you a number. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, last year, I really couldn't. You were very, very undecided yet hopeful. Dennis, have you checked the doomsday clock? this year. No, then I
1: will tell you, uh, it's 100 seconds to midnight. So uh, it's one minute and 40 seconds. So we are closer and closer. And actually, we are closer than ever. This is literally the closest to midnight. The doomsday clock ever was.
3: I did not know that they worked in seconds as well.
1: Uh, Apparently, they didn't want to put it to minute, maybe not to panic people, but they put it to seconds. So now it's not two minutes. So, it's not as great as in 2019, but it's not the end of the world yet. So, I think that's why they put it on 100 seconds.
3: They didn't want to panic people, so they only took 20 seconds off. (laughs) Yes. Such a relief.
1: (laughs) But the the verdict is, Marta, the humanity haven't reached for their uh, internal wisdom. (laughs) So let 's make it a let's make it a tradition and now I want a number. Where will the clock be next year marta three minutes denise two minutes two minutes okay I say one minute let's see next year. Okay, so that was the wisdom, people. Think about it, contemplate it. Why we are only 100 seconds to doomsday and what can we do to change it? And while contemplating, you can listen to our fantastic jingle, Bullshit of the Week. Which is apparently here. It's bullshit. It's bullshit of the week. Bullshit. Bullshit. Remember the buttons. Very good, Dennis. But it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's a live show. We cannot edit this shit out. It just goes as it goes. So now, I don't know if you remember that fantastic episode, but we also had predictions from Noah, the time traveler, a guy who was claiming that he was sent by the government into the future. He have seen shit, came back, and now he's in hiding because the government wants to, like, you know execute him because he he went with his predictions uh, publicly, and he made a couple of predictions. So we will come back to that in a moment. And we also had Nikki, the celebrity psychic, who made some ballsy predictions as well. And now we will verify it on the show. So let's start with Noah. Uh, We have some predictions from a guy who is called Noah, the time traveler last year on YouTube. A guy recorded a video when he claims that he is a time traveler and he has just been to 2000 to 2030. He was sent by the government. uh, But when he came back, he decided to run away so he can share the news with us. And he is always on the hand. So he covered his face while, while making the video and so on, so on. So he has made a couple of predictions, which he claims are not prediction because he actually went to the future and he saw it. But the most interesting part about 2019 is that starting from 2019 to 2020, uh, we will see a huge and massive spike of UFO sightings, people will see them everywhere. In February 2019, a massive snowstorm will hit Midwest. Multiple cities are wiped out by snowstorms. It's the biggest snowstorm in history. So, guys, let's just wait till February and see what happens in Midwest. If the guy is legit, then I guess this will happen. Yeah, so basically, if the guy is legit, then I guess this will happen. And, okay, do you think there was the uh, most severe um snowstorm in Midwest uh, in USA in 2019
0: in February Well I guess there were snowstorms in 2019 in February but I'm wondering have they swiped any major cities I don't think so
3: mm
1: mm-hmm. uh,
3: snowstorms in February are common and <laughs> no no cities have been wiped out.
1: Yes well. Well, I have actually checked what was happening in February two thousand and nineteen, and there was a very powerful winter snowstorm, uh, and I think twenty-two people died indeed, and it was indeed in Midwest, Northeast, and even Eastern Canada, and there was also a accompanying cold uh, wave. That was uh, bringing the temperature to minus 50 Celsius degrees. However, I wanted to check if this was indeed the most severe massive snowstorm in the history, and it was not. Uh, better, uh, I have looked at 12 most severe storms in the US history, and that snowstorm was not on the list, but I cannot guarantee maybe they didn't include it yet. However, all of those snowstorms that happened happened to happen in February <laughs> In Midwest. So I think this is like a a, a occurring uh, weather phenomenon, unfortunately. So we cannot really say that he really came out with a prediction that took us all by surprise. Same with bushfires in Australia. They are happening every single year. It's just that this year they were more severe. That would be a prediction that we could actually say, okay, Noah, you knew something. So sorry, Noah, you uh, have ended up in our bullshit category. And now let's hear from Nikki, the celebrity psychic. I would like to finish this wonderful and upbeat show with the most interesting predictions from Nikki, the celebrity psychic psychic. She is very famous. She claims that she serves people like Matt Damon and Madonna and she consults them. Just no one wants to say because you know how it is. And her predictions are among others. Penguin will invade cities. Uh, yes, I know. Uh, A parrot will break into a White House. A fist fight between two news anchors on live TV broadcast. A politician will strip naked on live TV. I want to see that. I really want to see that. There will be a sex scandal around British royalty. And uh, she also says that there will be a sinkhole in downtown Manhattan swallowing cars. There will be um, a member of royal family kidnapped. She also claims that a famous politician will end up in coma and John Travolta and Britney Spears will have car accidents. That's something that we can check. Um, She also claims that uh, North Korean President Kim Jong-un is in danger and could die. But that's not the first psychic that says that. Uh, She also claims that uh, Vladimir Putin has to be careful Uh, because he might die choking on food. And dogs will invade cities along the penguins. So guys, you know, Uh, and there will be an attempt to impeach Donald Trump, but it will be unsuccessful. And also Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, Jay-Z and Beyonce will split. So
0: Marta, what is your prediction for 2019? I have no predictions, and I am too blown away after Nikki to uh, <laughs> to even try to think of something because I would just look uh, very poor. What, what do
1: you think, Nikki? Uh, from Nikki, will happen? You have ten seconds to Jay Z and Beyonce split. Remember that because we will check it in January two thousand and twenty. And we are in January 2020, Martin. and let's see if your prediction was correct. So guys, At least this time
0: I actually said something concrete.
1: Yes, you <laughs> did. And I can check your uh, psychic powers now uh, or like um, psychic powers in relation to Nikki's psychic powers. But guys, it was so much fun to Google all of those things. And I am fully aware that I cannot cover the entire world of information because I Google in English or Polish. Polish language. And for sure, there are some information in other languages, like in Chinese, that probably could give me more. But let me tell you what I found out. Did penguins invade cities? Uh, Actually, little blue penguins invaded Wellington City in September 2019, uh, that was the peak of the invasion that happened in New Zealand. And New Zealand police was even called to a sushi bar in a capital, uh, Wellington, to remove a pair of little penguins because they came to the restaurant to eat sushi. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Nikki, <laughs> I guess we can say that one was correct. A parrot will break into a White House. Uh, there was no parrot uh, confirmed into the White House, but two days before uh ah, two days before the Thanksgiving, a flock of birds is theorized to have been responsible for the White House lockdown in the early hours of the morning on Tuesday. So apparently birds terrorized the, the White House. It was just not a single parrot but a flock of them. Uh, there was unfortunately no uh, fist fight between two new Anchors in 2019, but I saw hilarious videos from the previous years. So I would recommend it for the mood. Uh, lift up. A politician strips naked on live TV. Unfortunately, no politician has uh, done that. But sister of Boris Johnson stripped naked on British TV, uh, removed her shirt and uh, said boobs for brec- Brexit. Uh, There was also Brexit Protestants and British news hosts stripping naked on TV. So there was quite a lot of striptease. Uh, Sex scandal concerning British royalty. (laughs) That one Nikki got 100 percent. Prince Andrew and Epstein case. I think we all know. About this one, the sinkhole will allow will swallow a car in downtown Manhattan. Believe it or not, there was a sinkhole, but it was in Brooklyn in July 2019. A car was almost swollen with a driver and kids inside, when I was googling that, it turned out that there is a lot of sinkholes in New York that are appearing out of nowhere. So maybe that was a safe bet. A famous politician will end up in coma, couldn't find any information about that. I also couldn't find anything about John Travolta or Britney Spears in going into a car accident. There were no data about King John or Putin health or him choking on food, but I guess that would never be possible public, especially that we are talking about Russia, so I don't really think they would publish that. Oh, Vladimir almost choked on foot. Uh, Dogs will invade cities. Unfortunately, or rather fortunately, that did not happen. However, there was a mass invasion of polar bears uh, in Nova Zemluna in Russia, and also wild pigs invaded Lafayette. And other by ar- areas in California. So there were animals invading cities, just not the wild dogs. Donald Trump will go through impeachment attempt that will be unsuccessful. I think we know what is happening right now. We are now in the midst of impeachment trial. And so far, uh, it looks like he will not be impeached. And then, of course, last but not least, Marta, especially for you, Kim and Kanye, Beyonce and Jay-Z will split. So Kim and Kanye, I think uh, there are rumors about them for years that they are going to split, but there is no... Uh, official information from their press release or or accounts, social media accounts. So we have to, for the time being, assume that they are together. And then we have also Beyonce and Jay-Z. And here it's something really interesting. Uh, Beyonce and her rapper husband Jay-Z confirmed their conscious uncoupling, reads a tweet from Marvin Harrison posted earlier this week. But when you click through the link to go to the story on how they are unconsciously uh, uncoupling, you're taken to the site where you are registered to vote. So actually someone has designed a hoax that Beyonce and Jay-Z are now divorcing in a friendly manner. And when you click on it to read more, you are encouraged to register to vote. So Marta, kind of, kind of something was true. Very kind of since they are not actually, yeah, divorcing. Mm, uh, well, actually, we don't know, because okay. I think with those celebrity couples, they really are in a control of what goes to the press or not. So as far as I'm concerned, they can be divorced for five years. We just don't know about this. But officially nothing came out yet. So guys, are you impressed with
0: Nikki? No, no. Marta? Slightly blown away from uh, over uh, information. Yeah, I know. I know, guys.
1: But, you know, she got some things right. Some things were spot on, but let's remember that Nikki makes 650 predictions and looking at her her website, 40 of them came true. So the ratio is not very optimistic, but we are always looking forward to hear from Nikki. And with that nice accent, we will go to the left field.
3: From the
1: left field. Wah, wah, wah. Wow. Oy, oy, oy. So, guys, we are at the left field right now. And left field today is LinkedIn local field. Because, guys, believe it or not, for the very first time, I have actually attended LinkedIn local Aarhus. And I had fun. Even if I am not really a fan of. Uh, Let's call it arranged networking events. I like to um, network, but uh, on my own terms. I know I'm weird like that. So, uh,
0: Marta, you were also there. How did you enjoy the experience? I did enjoy. I, I go frequently mm-hmm. to LinkedIn Local, so I I like it in general. And this time, I liked it uh, as well. <laughs> general like it. Okay. I'm tired.
1: You're on fire. (laughs) Marta. Well, I will actually try to engage you now in this little game. So I have been assigned to a table because I don't know, guys, if you know that this is how it works usually when you come in, you register, you take a number. And then the number is a number of a table. And you have to sit with some random people that you probably never met. And then there is some sort of a networking exercise for all of you. So this is basically my worst nightmare nightmares came true at that moment, because it's really not my thing. Uh, But it was fun. And uh, the first exercise, it was like seven people, including me, the first exercise was that we were supposed to share three goals that we set for ourselves for 2020. So I had to invent three goals very, very fast. And I did my goals were: I want to uh, invent a way of how to transport money from my mind to my bank account. Mm. Uh, I also want to become better at networking, meaning to have any minimum, minimum skills. And the third one was I actually want to write a book. But I have realized that people were laughing because apparently those are some weird goals. Well, I invented them on the go. I was sitting with six really lovely people and I will not uh, disclose their names because I'm not sure if I can. I never agreed that with them, but I listened to their goals and I will have a question for you, Marta, and maybe to you, Denise, if you want to. Can you imagine that? most of the goals are repeating itself. It doesn't matter what is like a, a nationality or gender or age, people had more or less the same goals and that was interesting. So four people had a goal connected with getting a job, internship or finding uh, some kind of uh, sponsors or founder, um, financial aid for their business. Three people had uh, a goal to grow that was basically all. Uh, three people uh, wanted to live more healthy. Uh, one person wanted to get engaged, and one person wanted to be happy. That's all I noted down. But it's quite funny that it was all evolving around getting some sort of job or career boost, growing, and living healthy. Now, my question is why? Do we all um, orbit around those areas like there are no uh, well, I would, of course, it's a I'm making now generalization, but it's quite interesting that people tend to have the same goals. Why? Why do you think that is?
0: Well, I think that uh, they are very human goals so Mm -hmm. to speak and there i believe there are many different reasons for it and then you know like depends how you take it because if you say a goal is growth you know Mm -hmm. that's very general and you can put so many things into it so you can almost generalize it to anything that because almost anything is a grow so i think maybe your uh, categories are too broad to be Mm -hmm. able to talk that they are actually the same
1: yeah but uh The thing is that uh, the people that I'm quoting, they actually said, I would like to grow more this Mm -hmm. year. I would like to grow more. That was it. So there was no specific things. And I was wondering, do they want to grow in size? Maybe Mm -hmm. just a question. But uh, probably because of the time frame of that exercise, that was all they said. And I was wondering if you are right. Those are very universal human thoughts, struggles, areas. But sometimes I'm thinking, are we just giving goals because we have to just give something and we come up with the most familiar?
0: Well, first of all, I wouldn't call when you say I want to grow, I wouldn't call it a goal. I would Mm -hmm. I would call it maybe some sort of very fluffy intention because Mm -hmm. it's totally absolutely it doesn't tell you anything. You mm-hmm. know, so you can't know how how will you actually say at the end of the year I have grown like maybe in size. Yeah, <laughs> That <would laughs> maybe be. that you can say. So I would say uh, it actually means that people have not been really thinking about it before and they were just trying to come up with something. I uh, It could be. And guys, if you don't agree with me, you know
1: who who I'm talking about. You six wonderful friends that I befriended on LinkedIn local. Give us a send us a message and tell us if I got your goals wrong, because uh, I also know that there was a time constraint. So people couldn't just like make a whole speech about their goals. That's number one. Number two, there was also a fantastic speech there from Niklas. uh, And we are hoping to have him on the show soon. Right. Yes, definitely. So guys, stay tuned because we are thinking about inviting swap language guys one of the coolest startups around to our radio show for an interview. Yes, and bye. Bye, guys.
0: Apply to be our
1: guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come for more.
1: That's all.